in the spotlight on Afternoon Talk with Ashraf Garda. All the big names making big money and even bigger headlines only on SAFM. Well, thanks for that, uh, Risha. Right in the spotlight, uh, we go. We do this every afternoon. We speak to someone of substance. I'd emphasize that someone of significance who's made his or her mark, and we put them in the spotlight uh, in A, getting the story because we want to know the story, B, in the hope that, uh, not in the hope, we know that they will inspire you. That's the plan, right? So that's the case today. 0891104207. That's your call in number. Uh, tweets, hashtag afternoon talk, as per always. Tweets to me, Ashraf Ganda, as well as tweets to SFM Radio, and uh, you can SMS to 40938. And it, it's our Ironic, I was looking at uh, one of my tweets like a couple of minutes ago, and um, I thought it's interesting. Zah, Z-A, Zah, Cizakele, tweeting about the guest we just had just now, saying wonderful things about her. So, good chatting to you, and thanks for allowing me to put you in the spotlight. Uh, thank you. I don't know if I should be nervous or excited. Well, you've, you've been here, done that, so I'd be disappointed if you were rather <laughs> nervous. Uh, no, I, I think you have lots to say. So, let's get that right. Cizakele. Yes. Marut Lule, but, yes. but, but better known as Zar. Yes. Why, why the Zar? I did tell you before that the Zar is a nice ring because it also probably implies South Africa, Z-A. Which is good, but I, it's important that it doesn't imply the rand, which is Z-A-R, because it's which going in the not, wrong direction. Which is not in the right yeah, direction. But, no. but Cizagel is actually a name I was given by my grandmother um, because I'm the firstborn girl. So I'm a middle girl and a um, and middle child and an only girl. But essentially, it's just a name they give to girls to say to your mother, you now have a helper to help you with the cooking, scrubbing, cleaning, ironing, and all that sort of okay. stuff. So We're going to talk lots good. of things. Yeah. I was driving the other day, and, and someone was talking about branding and saying, um, if you look at, you can have five cool rings, and they they just cool rings until you give it a name. Mm-hmm. So if you give a name, a cool ring, a name Coca Cola, then it's a brand. If you don't do that, it's not a brand. And the person who said that was you. <laughs> <laughs> And that was a few weeks ago, so it's in my mind. <laughs> so your idea is if you don't name a person. But, but I mean, yeah. that's what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in, in essence, what I'm saying is there's like five different cool rings. It's a brown cool ring. It's a, it's a yellow cool ring or an orange cool ring. It's, branding is the name that you give it, and then the, the characteristics around it, that's when it matters. Otherwise, it'll always just be a brown or a black cool ring, Exactly, right? or you'll always be an, yet another black girl. So the point of it is that if brands are the opposite of generics, then how are you, as Ashraf, becoming that personal brand? And we hear these things thrown around often the word of brand, and sometimes it drives me mad because people say it without understanding. Because branding isn't, I have a logo and I am on Twitter and I have, and have an Instagram mm. account and I have 300,000 people. It's like, what is the substance? Like, we live in a world that, that responds to so much sight and sound that substance doesn't have time to breathe. And that's my frustration. So we go with, oh, she looks nice. Oh, she sounds nice. Versus what difference is she making in the world? What difference is he making in the world? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love the cool people to be the cool people who find cures for disease, you know? Not the, not the not the people who drive the the best, the baddest cars and, and but I mean, aren't throw. they all brands anyway? So what I'm saying, if you see someone and you say the tall man, yeah, that's a brand because you're describing it shows you what you see, right? Nah, he's no. a tall man. But if he were a tall man with swagger, you know, and he ran a country for eight years with a scandal free, his name is Barack Obama. Do you know what I mean? So now that already gives it a shift. So it's not just the man. It's, it, and people say this all the time about man versus boys. Like, what makes you mm. a man? What makes this other person a boy? It's, it's the substance that creates the distinction between brown sugary syrup 
or a brand called Coca-Cola. Okay, so clearly we know that that uh, Zaz very much in the, in the branding business. 0891-104-207. You can say hi to a great career, fascinating career. In fact, and we'll, we'll track all that in a second. But let's just stay with, with your definition of a brand. So a brand, because often people say, well, Kaiser Chiefs is a brand and so-and-so is a brand. So w- what does that mean? So here are two things that I that I use to help people understand. So the first one is that the, a brand is the opposite of a generic, right? So it's not a commodity. So the minute you start saying, I have an event company and the thing that makes us different is that we're cheaper, you're not running a brand. That's a commodity, right? Mm. So you can't compete on price. You can't compete on product because those things can be imitated. You can't even prom- compete on, on promotional opportunities because we all can get on social media, traditional media. What you can compete on is the substance, so the DNA of your brand, the, the, the texture of it, right? Uh, so that's one explanation of a brand being the opposite of a generic. The other one, simply put, actually, is a promise made and a promise kept. You know, and that's the consistency. I think there was a guy called Tony Factor. Do you remember him of like course, a thousand yeah, years ago? Much younger, but, uh, but major point, discounter. You see, it comes exactly. to mind immediately. Thank you. But actually, he's exactly. selling price, ironically. I thought I'd just tell you that, yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, he was the best at that. Ex- ex- but the point of it is, you've got to be, like, I've got to be able to call you by name because of the 10,000 things, people who do exactly what you do, you need to stand out. So for me, as an, as an individual, um, coming raised in Soweto where we had no running water until I was 12, I was very clear that I wasn't going to be a stereotype, right? So I wasn't going to be a girl who was pregnant at 16 and, and sunk to the level of the stereotype that mm, they have mm. about people who look like us and who come from the places I come from. So I was deliberate about picking a path that had to do with excellence and looking to my mother for examples of resilience and self-definition. You know, th- I mean, this woman, she's fierce and I love her. Her name is Kumbuzila. Hello, Ma. Um, but she had wisdom beyond her LSM. You know, and it's wisdom the, beyond the, I've never heard that before. What does that mean? Wisdom beyond your Alice? Because like at different because levels, where she was wisdom. born, what she imagined for me mm. are things that that transcended her ability to afford those opportunities. So that's what I mean by a wisdom beyond her LSM. So she didn't let her circumstance limit her dreams. Well, I'll tell you what, Ma, who has wisdom beyond your LSM, you should be calling in 0891 <laughs> I want to talk to you. Uh, right. Okay. So you were inspired by that. Yeah. I mean, this is a, please, just understand that she so she left school at like JC, mm. um, and would walk through a men's hostel in my Betla extension to get um, onto a train and go and work. And for the first seventeen years of our lives, by the way, we didn't have Christmas together because she worked every Christmas, so she had a side hustle. So I know what what an unlimited love is, but I also know what it is like investing in your own self. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like I, mm, I understand mm. that not everyone comes from, I always say this to people like, oh, you come from money, your, your parents have social currency. I come from hard work currency. And it's that sort of stuff that gets you to... Okay, so, so you were very clear uh, from a young girl from Soweto did not want to be pregnant at 16 and, and sort of down in the dumps as so many other people would be. Have you succeeded at that? Yes, I mean, I'm child-free today. I'm finishing my thesis on the same subject because I, I think part of what's important for me is just opening up conversation. The joy I have is not being deliberately contrarian, right? But I do question. I have a questioning mind, and, it's, and I am very curious. And it hurts me when I see young girls who are 8, 9, and 10 interested in how the world works, you know, and an aunt would say, oh, sit down, you chachi, mm, you know, like mm, you're mm. forward. And I'm like, no, they're just curious. They want to understand how the world works. So 
that's me. I always and I'm always going to ask why and how does it work. And of course, it just drove my grandmother crazy. She died at 103. Eventually, she's just her answers would be because I said so. Okay, Zah <laughs> Marut Lule is my in the spotlight guest. Uh, Mars, welcome to call in. But <laughs> friends, family, people like Happy and Chingila. I don't know. I can name drop, but a whole lot oh, of different God. people here. Uh, you can certainly call in 089. One one zero four two zero seven oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. I mean, you've been like mentioning two three books, and I know that books that I've read, by the way. Uh, tweets hashtag afternoon talk. Give me your thoughts about what you're listening to, what you're really enjoying, and maybe questions you may want to ask. Otherwise, SMS is four zero nine three eight. Right, we'll talk about the F word just now. Okay, but I'm going to allow you like a two minute pitch, if I can call it that, yes. to run through, you know, five key highlights of your career from from that young girl yeah. with the big dreams to where you are now. So five key moments where you've been involved in certain achievements. You can really? Oh, so I, can, I think the first one is just getting through university on a, uh, a student loan granted by F&B and signed for by a guy who didn't know me because my mother didn't okay. have enough money to sign as guarantor. And he just said, I trust you and I believe in you and I'm going to support you. And I'm still looking for this. So whoever's listening, his you, name, you was, his name was Sam. He worked at the FNB in Carlton Center. I have not seen him since I graduated. I want to be able to and see you him. you don't know his son? He t- and he, I think he was Sam, Tlang, not in Tlang, it was Sam... Sam, I keep saying Sam Khadabin. My mother goes, no, it wasn't Khadabin. But it was his name. He was a senior official at FNB in Carlton Center. Why don't, you, why don't you tweet me and... Will you help we'll me share. find him? Yeah, yeah. It would be a champion South Africa moment for well, me. Because <laughs> I, w- I will pay it forward. He can pick a kid that okay. I can take through that, school. That'll be fantastic. Yeah. Let, let's hope. Well, do that, okay? So, All right, so that was so the that one. So that was thing, the one. Right? The, because then it just taught me that when you can, you must. You know, so just don't don't help people because they can talk about help them because you can. So that was the first one. Then the second one was getting my my job at Hunter Scouts because I I got to work on the um, the ANC campaign in '94, mm-hmm. and I always look back at that and think, if 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 I had an older person to tell me the following, as a young person, please pay attention because mm-hmm. sometimes when we're in the middle of stuff, we think it's about us. It never is about us. It's about history. It's about community. It's about mm, something mm, bigger mm. than yourself. So if you think you're in the middle of something amazing, just forget, just accept that it's not about you because it's about something so, bigger. So did you not realize, I mean, did you not get the full I impact didn't reali- that I you were realize. asked to work on the on the ANC account in the build-up yes. to that historic first yes. ever democracy? So a gentleman election. called Nell, uh, welcome him, so me and I mm, would travel mm. the country and find young, in fact, welcome actually started what probably is now the voice, because we travel the country, find talented people who could sing. And by the time the ANC came to have those town hall meetings, you already have a constituency mm, of people mm. to be addressed. So that was that. And then, of course, joining Herd Boys. Um, and I, that's a historic I love and well. will respect those men forever because, one, they started with no money, no funding from any year for IDC, which, by the way, some of us still don't get today, 100 mm, years mm. later. But um, the the idea that you can you can start something that reflects who you believe your people are was fascinating to me. And we re- we changed the concept of what happens when diverse people come together. Because it wasn't a black agency. It was black owned and black managed. Heard but, boys. Yes, mm. but we were a diverse agency. Is, is, is there a lesson, I'm fast forwarding, is there a lesson for South Africa right now around what Heard Boys did about, because you mentioned diversity. Yeah, You know what it is, Ashraf? I think it pains me that 20 years later, uh, Heard Boys was born in 92, so it's like 25 years later, the ad industry still hasn't transformed. And I was actually saying this at breakfast to Happy today. And he said to me, why do you think that's the case? I said, 
it's easy for us to take pot shots at white people and go, you guys aren't letting us in. But I've got different beef. I've got beef with senior black people who are not creating opportunity for other talented black people to come in and contribute, whether as an independent uh, provider or just a, as a co-creator. So that's who I'm having beef with at the moment because I can't meet Stacy. She lives in Sandhurst. But Sam and Cindy C, where they live in my neighborhood, mm, so mm, we should be mm. able to have a conversation. Okay. L- more? W- w- what else? I mean, you, you were involved and just with starting, Grace, your so, own... So, but also just fixing agencies for me was always a joy. So whether it was Grey turning it around and restoring it to some profitability or restoring brands. I mean, there's a red bank. Uh, that everyone knows, and for for the longest time, it became the bank that was about rugby and burovors. So mm, to mm. have been able to architect the premise on which they're still trading today, and it was a, a campaign that was supposed to be a South African cam- campaign, it's now a Pan African campaign. That for me is like a source of personal pride. The idea that you your work lives beyond you, because I think that's the that's the measure, right? And that that's what I get personal fulfillment from. It's the idea that what I have contributed lives when I have left. Absolutely. Yeah, because mm-hmm. who said this to me? He said, you should question your leadership when people only work when you're around. <laughs> it means, well, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because then it means it's just out of fear. But if it's about respect, then it means whether Ashraf is in the building or not, will continue to do the work. Although I must add, Ashraf, that along the way, I have always got it right with fixing businesses, but I can't say I've always got it right with leading people with a level of of compassion and care. Okay, because that's an honest admission, right? Yes. So you fix the business, but, yes. but you've had problem on what personal I, relationships. I, I think because the the absence of a template is also quite important because many of the people who raised me in business were men, mm-hmm. which means I then adopted their tendencies. Right, so men can be bullish or they can they can. Uh, hit a table and people pay attention so they get away with stuff because this is how the masculine mm, energy mm, is supposed mm, to function mm. right and you learn those bad habits because you don't have enough sisters around you to whom you can look up to so I know there are people who are offended along the way and I'm taking this platform to apologize to everyone <laughs> In advance, um, yeah. the intention was not to break you I was also just trying to find my way and to be at a point now where you can have breakfast with the, with the likes of Brian Pretorius who talks about servant leadership and you understand that when you're appointed to a position of leadership, it's your role to serve. It's, your role is not to brag because there's a difference between positional power and personal power. And when I finally figured that out, I became a nicer person. And I think the people did, I did work Brand with... Brand Pretorius helped yeah, you with that. Yeah. And his name is Brand by choice. Yes. Quite <laughs> ironically. But uh, I've, I've, in fact, you need to Google his story and get his book as well. Absolutely no, amazing. Yeah. All right. So so then, um, and, and I'll, we're going to play a song just now and I'll get into the F words just now. Mm. Um, so Barclays or, or APSA... Uh, Grays. Yes. Uh, am I missing anything along no, the way? No. So then, so what happens is, if I'm not solving for businesses, I'm solving for myself as an independent, and that's the the joy of being self-determining, right? Is that you don't get attached to the corner office, you don't get attached to the secretary and the things that corporate can provide. I'm very aware and I'm very deliberate about being self-authoring. So I am happy living in a 40 square meter apartment because it means I can see, I can travel and, and discover three countries every year. Do you know what I mean? So mm, like, mm, I structure mm. my life. You're not, you're not invested no, 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 in I'm, the dwelling. I, I structure yeah. my life to support my experiences and my curiosity. Of course, there was a time when I wanted everything and I had stuff. 
but stuff felt quite encumbering because it's admin, right? You've got to leave. Like, oh, call the pool guy. Oh, you want to hear a story about the pool? Actually, I'm having my pool being repaired today. So just, uh, <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> I said, Happy's going to laugh because I said to him, I actually want to write a piece about the difference between a water feature and a pool. Do you know what the difference is? No, tell so, us. A water feature is a body of water that you have in your house, which you never enter. And then a pool is a body of water that you actually swim in. <laughs> okay. And I will not comment on that for obvious reasons because many people who have pools uh, are aware that they use the pool like five times a year so we'll not go into that at all let's let's play a song right uh what, what have you chosen you've chosen a yuma sakella song oh that's that song has a story it's uh, yeah, yeah no 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 I, so i was married at the time and we went to keepies with the person who's now my first husband and Brahu was playing and he played Stimel and I loved it. So I was helping him along with the lyrics, which is not what you're supposed to <laughs> oh, do with Brahu. So they turned the spotlight on me like you're turning it on today. And he said to the people, Mavetana, Luop, as in, so he tossed me out. So he threw me out <laughs> of the disruptive. <laughs> Okay. When I tell him the story today, he laughs. I'm like, oh, I love goodness. you, but yes. Okay. Well, you may just out, be yeah. thrown the door or shown the door after this. But yeah, it is Yuma Sakela's Stimela. We need to take pictures of Judy, my technical controller. She is rocking. She clearly enjoys it. Take a selfie, Judy, so we can post it. Um, just suggesting. But anyway, wonderful tribute to Brayu Masakela, the one and only, isn't it? Yeah, he's special. He's a special guy. Okay, Za, Marut Lele, we are Marut Lule, rather. Uh, we'll... Should we, should we cut out the word Sizakela? I mean, do you Whatever use it sometimes? No, no, no. Zah's okay. good. Right. Zah's good. Let's get to the F word. Oh. <laughs> so, you know why I loved uh, Serenity before me? Mm-hmm. is because she's actually that F word. So, the F word is a, is a new term we've coined to refer to fierce, super dynamic uh, entrepreneurs who are female. And, and I call them fentrepreneurs. So it's entrepreneur with an F at the beginning. but And part of it, so we've trademarked it. So if you ever use it without the C or the TM, my lawyer's coming after you. But so the, you've trademarked the word yes, fentrepreneur. Female, female entrepreneur. No, we've, no. it's fentrepreneur. No, but what I'm saying, is, frame, it, does yes. it, is that what it means, yes. female entrepreneur? Yes, to refer to female entrepreneurs. Because why do you have to say women in business, uh, females in business? No. There's so a, when are you popular? I mean, is this your... One of your early attempts at popularizing it, because that's yes. what you need to be doing. Yes, it's called Fentrepreneur. So next time you don't say, we are talking to women, you go Fentrepreneurs, hashtag thank you, Zah. It's fine. Ashraf, okay. you can use it. We will change the world with that. Yeah. Okay, so what are you saying, however? So here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, and I was saying to Serenity in the green room, that part of what we like doing now is working with fentrepreneurs at different stages of their business development. Because as a startup, you need a total different skill set to when someone is trying to buy you out or you are transitioning or you are supersizing. So we'll help you solve at the level of how do you build a brand because you're starting up. So we'll do the strategy piece with you. And then the second piece is the toolkit, which is these are the things you need. So you need a website, you need an identity, you need um, a trade kit, you need a marketing mm. um, toolkit, you need collateral. So you don't drive past uh, Auckland Park and you see somebody saying website for 300 rands. That's not the stuff just, you need. That's Sana. not the stuff okay, you so need. Okay, so what do you just think about that <laughs> while we get to the news headlines now? Because it's 3.30 years, Risha Madure. Well, have a, you have a great evening, Risha. Thank you. Thanks for that. There's big clouds if you're, well, I know many parts of the, certainly the, the Johannesburg region, heavy clouds. So there's bound to be this downpour coming up later on. But wherever you may be in the country, uh, maybe warmer where you are, but well, that's absolutely great for you, right? Let's get into uh, further into the F-word story. So you're saying, uh, as I chat to Zamarut Lule, right, um, 
We talk about the female aspect firstly, but but you, you're suggesting what? You're driving through Melville and you see someone. So you so as a because here's what happens, Ashraf. You you go to like the and I'll use the NEF. Sorry, but you're a good example. Um, and you and you say to them, here's my idea, and they say, give us a business plan. Let's be clear. Business works so fast and changes so quickly that what you need to be asking for is a business model, not a business plan. Because by the time What's I'm the done, difference? the difference is the business, a business plan projects over five years. It says, when I'm done giving you this 10-page plan, this is what I'm going to do. By the time I'm done crafting page 10, the world has shifted. So a business model says, this is how I'm going to run my business. A business plan says, this is how I'm going to start a business. What would you rather talk about? Do you know what I mean? Like, so the things that we want to be championing on mm, Champion mm. SA by way of example are for entrepreneurs who have said, despite your lack of ability to see into the magic of my idea, I've borrowed money from my cousin, my brother, my sister, and I've started this thing. And half the time, what tends to happen is when you no longer need the money, that's when they'll give it to you. But when you need it, they keep telling you, give me your projections. Absolutely. I'm like, how do you want me? I am. I am. So use me as an example. If you're in, if you're a service provider, right, they can't evaluate the, what your business will do because you're not selling nuggets. Mm. So they go, so mm. please give us an estimate of how many units you will sell per month. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'm not selling units. I'm selling solutions. Yeah. So that's the so, problem. So it's, it's impossible. I mean, you, well, you have clients and, and you could work on exactly. some meetings. And no, not, but also yeah. there's a miscalibration between mm. how the people with money use what instruments they use to evaluate whether your business will succeed and the magic and the passion of people who want to start businesses today. There's a mismatch and that's what needs to change. So I'm saying, so basically what we want to do is become the brand champion for entrepreneurs. I am here to help your business become bankable and scalable. And the okay. first thing is to build the brand. All right now. So, so let's confirm. Are you, are you simply, you've, you've coined the word already and you've yes. registered the word and that's fine. Yeah. Are you simply going to popularize the word as a concept or you actually have a think tank, an incubator where you actually going to so so someone listening in, female yes. specifically, because yes. that's what you're targeting. You, they can they come to you for advice? Is that what you're going to do? Yes, because but remember that it's not this is not free advice. This is strategic advice, which mm. is which is what my business is about. So we will give you brand strategy council for which you will pay just so that we're clear and uh, that that is about how do we help you create a brand versus a commodity because once we help you create your brand you have greater chances of success and investors by the way invest in brands they don't invest in commodities what why not because a commodity can be duplicated a brand so that's why you can either have a blank t-shirt which is 50 rands or a black t-shirt with a nike solution that's 400 bucks that's the difference so Nelson Mandela, for example, nobody would invest in the in the president of of Switzerland. I don't even know who it is. I mean, uh-huh. There's different cantons, right? Mm-hmm. But but brand Mandela, it's worth something even in his past. And, and that's exactly why people then you have Hong Kong versions of the real stuff because it speaks to the desirability of the original. Mm. Yeah. Where you know, in, in terms of your your career, what's what's still missing from your? I wouldn't um, call it CV or bucket list, but but is there something? That you still have a desire to to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I I I live a portfolio life, right? So, I am a closet poet. I take pictures. You've come to my uh, photo exhibitions. Uh, somebody keeps saying to me, "You must write a book." I'm like, first, can I just finish this thesis so you can call me doctor for a year?" And then when I'm done with it, then I'll go into something else. I'd love to make a film um, because I went to film school. I left my job at tourism to go to film school. So I'd love to to just the story, just stories that we don't get to hear quite often. So I'd love to do that. 
Um, and I'd love to get to Reykjavik eventually. And just, right, in Iceland? Yeah. Why? Because it's been on my list. That's, yeah, that's... Uh, that's that and, like and I was interviewed on another channel yesterday <laughs> yeah. at length, speaking about the growth of Iceland in all aspects of life. Oh, look it's at quite that. incredible what, what, what that nation's doing. Uh, Eddie's saying, Eddie from Middleburg, if she was to be... This is an interesting question. If she was to be appointed as the CEO of KPMG... Mm. Uh, I can already say that means she'll have to fire somebody else who's already been appointed. But anyway, yeah. what would be the first thing that she would do? So, you got a job, CEO or, or reputation manager of KPMG, what would you be doing? No, I don't think he said reputation manager. No, manage. I'm he saying that. CEO. He said CEO. Oh, I'm saying that, Okay, yeah. good. So, as CEO, I'd fire everyone who has a tinge of what happened before, So, which is what they've just done, right? And the second one is I would actually be deliberate about restoring that business to some level of credibility. So the first one is let's review our values. Because here's the thing, Ashraf, many companies have mission statements, 10 lines, values, 100 words, that nobody knows what that means. So let's have a conversation about what is the behavior that accompanies the values we want and what what are the best values that express our purpose. Because many of our businesses actually are run on mission statements, not purpose. So mm. I would I would challenge leaders today to just define the and purpose by the way isn't what do you make or what do you sell purpose is how different would the world be if your business didn't exist okay that is how Finding you answer the reason, purpose. Yeah. Exactly. all right so let me then move on to to extend the discussion from kpmg yes. to say you've been appointed uh, some call it president i'll call it ceo of south africa inc yes and what would you do to south africa that, that still be the first thing, which is, I think part of our challenge, and remember from my South African tourism days, I've mm. had to deal with this joy. We don't have a South Africanness, and we seem to, to, to believe that that's a problem. It's actually a beautiful thing. Like, we must stop trying to be the same. We must understand that our magic and our uniqueness is our diversity. Mm. Find a way of celebrating this pochikos, pochikos mm, mm. that we are, yeah. right? Um, and have the, conversa- the difficult conversations. Ashraf, do you know that there are people in my community who are as black as I am who haven't since 94 made any white friends or any colored friends so or any still, Indian friends? They're yeah. in their own world. Yeah. In yeah. the same way that there are other people from other race groups who haven't crossed the line. And when I say cross the line, I don't mean let's meet around when our nephews and nieces are playing and there's a play date and we play nasty because we drink the same wine. No. Let's have the honest conversation that says, Sisagel, please explain to me, why do black people speak at loud volumes? Because then I'll cheekily say it's because we've got nothing to hide. (laughs) But then I'll also say it's not a culture thing. It's just a volume thing. You know what I mean? Like, let's get over this idea that when a black person does something, it must be about the culture. How how then do we, you know, (laughs) often people have been talking about that, you know, what is it that makes South Africa unique and then market that. So, and if you're saying diversity, how, how do we bottle that? Well, firstly, by not buckling it, by allowing it to be expressed. So let's think about Coca-Cola and open mm-hmm. happiness, right? You've got Coke Zero, you've got Coke Light, you've got Coke Classic, and you allow those brands to express their version of open happiness. Right. And that's what we should be able to do as South Africa. It's like those pockets of excellence and culture, let's allow those things to be as unique and as authentic as they can be, but collectively contribute to this amazing thing. Is that, is that why your, your, your entrepreneur is not about black excellence because was, is black limiting i want it to be about excellence do you know but you you also have to recognize that first we correct and then we excel so we we first have to do the correct the corrective thing which is black excellence then you get to a point where it's just 
excellence. And I'd love to live long enough to see that happen in every sphere of our, of our community. Who, who inspired you when you were younger? Like one person that you looked up to? And said, uh, fierce people. Like I liked a combination of Maya Angelou and Nina because she was always angry, but she sang about her song. And my mother, because my mother just got up and made it happen. Uh, and I loved Marvin Gaye because Marvin was also the same thing. He's like, I may be the son of a preacher mm, man, but mm, guess what? I'm mm. going to sing dirty songs and girls are going <laughs> to like her. So, so my mishmash, my, my role model or my inspirations are always a mishmash of people. But what is true today, though, is that I will always respect people who have overcome. I have a lot of time for people who have scars, which is why I don't trust anyone who doesn't have a scar. Okay. Because for me, it means you haven't fallen. And most importantly, you haven't risen from somewhere. All right. So, so g- give me a, a current name of, of, of someone, a South African, and I'm limiting to South Africa, that you would say wow to. My mother. That same person. My mother. Who has a wisdom beyond her LSM. Yeah. That is a great line. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your, your personal leadership, maybe three words to describe you in terms of characteristics um, of unrelenting because mm. excellence is a non-negotiable for me so please don't ever say I should understand because the taxi was late that's not how it works right and the second one is I am teachable so I always have the ability to refresh my mind right and the third one is joyful like let's let's make it joyful but also let's just make kindness cool can we excel and still be kind? Because it's possible, right? Like the two things don't have to be enemies. But so that's what I'm about now. I'm all about like a, a leadership that is kind, but is fiercely excellent. Do you, do you have a, a, a one good story to share? Like everybody's got their one life story. No. I don't, now I'll tell you about something I got wrong. Okay. Right, so I'm in a shopping mall, Ben Moore, uh, and a young black guy comes running after me. And you think, yeah, young black guy, I don't know you, so I'm just going to... Uh, lean against this window and I'm leaning, leaning against this window and he goes hello I'm like hello he goes is your name Za I'm like yes <laughs> oh. and he goes and you're an advertiser I'm like yes what do I owe you who do you blah, blah, blah. Mm. and he says no I was just chasing after you because I wanted to thank you Oh. and I said why do you want to thank me and he said well you spoke at my graduation at Vega and oh my, my parents goodness. were in the audience and you said if I am invested in what I want then I must pay my parents back for the degree that they've paid for, so I then can go and pay for myself for the degree that I really want to do. And he was able to do that. And it came and, to thank And it came to thank And you were irritated and, and defensive And I'm, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like going, oh God, why does this young person come in? So that's my one story. The other story is about uh, always being ready. Because you know, like elevators can, yeah, yeah, can feel yeah, too long. Yeah, so yeah. I meet Michael Caine, I'm in New York, yeah, and yeah. I love him. But I'm in this elevator and I can't say anything. Do you know how long that ride was from like the eighth floor to the ground? I just looked at these. So shoes. the lesson is always be ready. Always be ready. Like, and and please don't be inauthentic. So don't say stuff like I love your work because if he says which work, you you're going to be stuck, right? But I now I I know that when I when I meet you and I don't know your work but I know of your person, I will always say thank you for what you do to uplift our nation. And it always works because people everyone is trying to do something to get okay, to wonderful right some some we're going to wrap up in three minutes some quick questions with quick answers yeah. okay so you've you, you certainly know about the champion south african movement G- give me a one south african person who's worthy of being called at a champion south african uh the late prudence mabele and uh, she's a good girlfriend of mine she passed um earlier this year and she's she she taught me everything i knew in the ignorant days about living with hiv um she taught me everything i knew but also i watched her live every day without saying, oh my goodness, I'm inflicted or mm, infected. Mm. And she just, she honestly milked 
every wow. joy okay. out of it. So, yeah. We'll certainly remember that. Right. Okay, so uh, you, you missed Michael Caine or you were dumbstruck <laughs> or whatever. Yes. Who would you like to take out to lunch? Ooh, dead or alive? Well, alive's practical. Okay, alive is because you can arrange this. Mm. Kofi Annan. Maybe it'll happen. We'll tweet him as he replies. We'll <laughs> see about that. Yeah. Uh, a book that you suggest that, that we have to read? Four Agreements. No, so it's F-O-U-R, right? Yeah, Four. F-O-U-R, The Four Agreements. It was written by a guy called Donald Ruiz, and then he had a, a newer version called The Five Agreements. Please read The Four. It will change your life. And they're very quick, right? First one is integrity with your word. Second is don't take anything personally. Three is always do your best. And four is, I forget the fourth agreement, but but it is, it's the four agreements. And okay, I promise you, four agreements. Yes. I'm going to leave you to, to, I'm gonna leave you to tweet all that. So you're the, you're the president of South Africa, by the way. Yes. And you get to appoint your deputy from outside of politics. So who would you choose? Happy Jingila. Oh, okay. Going back to the Herd <laughs> Boys days. He's happy listening in. All right. <laughs> I don't think country. he chose you. I asked him a similar question. He didn't choose you. I just thought I'll just okay, tell you. Okay, let's go fix that. Uh, <laughs> if you could go back into time just for a week, another time, even before you were born, just for a week and come back, which time would you choose? Can I choose a time when I was alive, when I was That's 12 and I was mm. innocent? Mm. And my best girlfriend was Ruth and would jump over the neighbor's fence and steal mangoes and sit on the floor and just scoff them. And it was just and the most it. joyful time of my life. Mangoes yeah. sound very, very tasty. Yeah. Uh, a note to self, a piece of advice you'd give you? Forgive yourself. Okay. Do us with a good quote? I do have one. Uh, in a world that does its best to turn you into something you're not, the hardest battle to fight is to remain true to yourself and never stop fighting. Okay. Fees Fall was trend of last year. State capture this year, 2018, would be what? Kindness is cool. That's what you want? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how should we remember you, finally? For brand, Za Marutlula. She didn't only speak, she followed through. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. You got, let's get you get back to work, back to work with your uh, entrepreneurs. It's all registered, but you can emulate by talking to her. Thanks for your time. Thanks for allowing me to put you in the spotlight. Time Thanks, now Rachel. for Radio Vuka.